welcome to Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Jeff Kratrick, and with me... Shannon Hartley. Shannon, uh, I went to Mexico this week. Wow! I yeah. talked about that last week. We I went to Mexico this weekend, I you guess. You did. <laughs> and we did talk about me going. Yes, and um, you should recap. I went to Mexico. <laughs> we built a house. It was awesome. Uh, many hands make light work. It was a great team building, great, you know, family environment, and, and we just kind of blessed this family. And in turn, the family just, you know, blessed us. You know, they made meals for us, and just, you know, it was just a just a great experience. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Did you guys, you, you guys flew down? We flew from Eugene to San Diego, and then uh, drove across the border. Oh, man. Yeah. What a cool trip. It was cool. How many in the group? So six from, no, seven from our church, six from another church, and the coolest part was nobody down there could even tell that we were from different churches because we just instantly clicked. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, from America, and I was like, <laughs> you're like all white. Wow. <laughs> no, no one could tell you weren't from Mexico? <laughs> no. They knew we were gringos. Gringos. Um, but it was cool because, you know, it's two different churches from two different states, and we just we just meshed. Mm. It was awesome. It's beautiful. That's fellowship. It was. It was fellowship. That's service ship. Speaking of fellowship, I want to talk about something I just noticed, not a minute and a half ago. Okay. We're recording. By the way, I don't know if service ship is a word. I think it is. I'll accept it. I'll okay. allow it. All right. I noticed this about two minutes ago. You brought two Coca Colas. One. Yeah. One for me. I'm assuming. Uh-huh. So, on Coca Cola, it's very. Very uh, famous. They've got this new ad campaign. It says, share a Coke with, and then you get a blank. Yep. So I want to know, am I your hero or am I a winner? (laughs) Because Um, it says, share a Coke with my hero or share a Coke with a winner. And I will accept either, but I want it to be declared. I'm going to go with winner, and it's actually a joke on you because you lost in fantasy this week. So it's actually a jab. There you right. go. Well, both Cokes are mine now. <laughs> I hope you like that. Uh, <laughs> Joke's on you. I won in fantasy basketball. Thank you very much. So, so did I, and I'm still ahead of you. Okay, you're 2-0 because you had a bye week well, where you probably would have lost. You know what's better? You know what's worse than 2-0? Two 2-1, and two and one, two which is what one. you're going to say. 2-1. and one, Yeah, and the one, the one is only because I literally put up the second best points that week. And I lost. You literally lost? I literally lost. Oh, man. You are literally the worst. This will be I our, literally haven't lost. This will be our final episode of Dads <laughs> Who Love Sports. Uh, because Shannon is nor a winner, nor my hero. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, tell me about your week. My, my week was, um, it was pretty good. I had some family in town that stayed with us, and um, my mom and my aunt came um, just for a few days and stayed with us, and it was great to have them around. Um, I was at work because they came down Monday, and I was at work for uh, a lot of Monday and Tuesday, but they were there with Jenny, kind of watching the kids and just helping around the house, doing little little things and here and there. Um, so that was really good. But, um, yeah, other than that, just, like, cleaning around the house and outside and that kind of stuff. So pretty pretty laid-back, normal weekend. Nice. 
But there was um, something that happened that I thought was pretty cool. Um, John Legend <laughs> named People Magazine's 2019 Sexiest Man of the Year. And may I just add that he is a dad. Mm-hmm. Not sure if he loves sports. No. But the man is a dad and he's the sexiest man on earth. Mm. Kudos to John Legend. His wife has it. Oh, yeah. And he's married to Chrissy Teigen. Uh-huh. So that's so, awesome. Yeah. She's hilarious. She is hilarious. Do you follow her on Twitter at all? Um, I think I follow like 12 people on Twitter. I you doubt follow 12 and two follow you? That's a pretty good ratio, actually. <laughs> so you spin fire here, but... Uh, I mean, it's not in your favor. That's but. pretty good. Oh, do you follow... You have more followers than who you follow? I do not. I definitely... Yeah, that's what I thought. I have, uh, I I have like, <laughs> 370 followers, and I wow. follow, like, I don't know, 700, 800 people. The amount of times that I get on Twitter versus the number of followers I'm absolutely okay with, I think I have... Personally, the amount of followers for the amount of times I've been on Twitter. Oh, wow. I don't get on Twitter. Some people just, some people use Twitter all the time, but they're just a ghost. They just look at stuff. It's like their news source yeah. or like their pop culture source or sports source. Yeah. Um, so, it's yeah. just, it's their Their Donald Trump source. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just recently. This is not a political, of, po- political podcast. No. Um, what was it earlier? Was it we were t- talking about you know any news going on this week? And I said, I mean, I guess we could always talk impeachment. And you said impeachment's always on the news or something like I that. I literally, I don't even know how I'm getting these emails because I didn't sign up for anything. But I get um, a weekly impeachment uh, update every week from CNN. It's probably because you gave Fandango your email or something <laughs> like that. Big data's out there. They're yeah. trying to get me. Um, I don't know how I got that, but I, I keep know. getting it. I don't know. I just recently got rid of uh, Facebook on my phone because I was like, why is this here? So I did that for a while. I'm basically on nothing or I guess Instagram. Mm. But I now, I now I just have Instagram and Facebook. Um, I don't have them as like a main app on my mm-hmm. phone, so I just can't easily go to them. Um, so I have to actually like scroll down and find the app to actually get into it. Mm. And it's actually helped quite a bit with not spending as much time on yeah, those yeah. apps, which has been really good. Yeah. Um, but you still have Twitter. Well, I still have them all. Oh, you just don't have them. I'm just not on. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. like on my home screen as much. Gotcha. <laughs> or they're not on my home screen and I'm not on them as much. Nice. Um, yeah. What else is in the news this week? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> we are absolutely sharing an account. Yeah, we are. Uh, it just makes sense. I mean, they allow seven profiles. You can be viewing four screens at once. Why wouldn't you be sharing an account? They they planned it for this. They had they, to. They have. knew people were gonna were gonna bundle up on this. The, it just makes sense. I mean, I I might have caved and paid the seventy dollars a year. But when it's like you can get a group of friends and be like, hey, you want to pay 25 bucks or whatever it is, seventeen fifty for four? Yeah, it's not even 20 bucks. It's just, why wouldn't you? It's a great deal. Cut it three ways, cut it four oh, ways. Gosh. And Super plus, cheap. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but The Mandalorian. 
when they've got an entire Star Wars series exclusive to Disney Plus, it's genius. I gotta say this though. I'm, okay, I'll let you go. No, you go first. Are you talking about Mandalorian? I was gonna talk about Star Wars. Are you gonna badmouth Star Wars? Maybe. All right, we'll skip that. <laughs> That's for next week, which this is our last episode because Shannon was badmouthing <laughs> me, so it won't matter. Um, is that what five years from now? Everything, everyone is just every platform is just gonna have their own streaming service. Um, so it's gonna be like cable. It's gonna be like cable, which is why I All over have again. cable. <laughs> Where it's gonna be like if you want to watch NBC on demand, you have to get NBC now. And when you want to watch CBS, it's CBS All Access, which they already have. And you want to watch Fox, it's Fox Now. And it really just puts into perspective like why I'm okay paying for cable. Because really all they want to watch is two things. One, live sports. And two, whatever's on TV. <laughs> Do you ever think they'll bundle um, bundle them with like a landline and internet? or <laughs> All of them? <laughs> no, like just, CBS like, All Disney Access. Bundles. <laughs> bundles a landline and, and internet. I'm surprised that they've got the Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN. I get the ESPN because it's owned by Disney, mm-hmm. but Hulu's owned by, uh, well, Rupert Murdoch, who is the. Oh, wait, no, Disney bought Fox. Never mind. It's all. Not Disney. all of Fox, but a lot of Fox. A lot of Fox. The majority of Fox. Yes. All, the majority of Fox that would be on Hulu. So that makes sense. Huh. So maybe they're just going to, it's really just going to be, you're going to be paying $10 a month for Disney. You're going to be paying $10 a month for CBS. You're going to be $10 a month for NBC. And for me, it's just like, that's why I just, it's the same as cable. Do you know what the Hulu bundle is? Because we have Hulu. I want to say it's like 13 or. 13 bucks? Instead of like, I think we pay like eight bucks right now. Yeah. Well, shoot, we might, it'd be cheap for us, for us to bundle that. You guys do Hulu? Yeah, we have oh, to. Oh, well. We might have to, have to do that instead of going with you guys. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. There's plenty of people who want to go in on that. It's fine, though. So. It's fine. It's the final episode. Yeah. It's the last joke, okay? Because this is not the final episode. Stay tuned for episode six. <laughs> um, dude, let's talk Ducks football. All right. Let's do it. Number six in the college football playoff. Came out tonight. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. I was surprised to see Georgia go into number four. So yeah. it was LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Oregon Utah. Utah. Minnesota, Penn State, Oklahoma to round out the top ten. Yes. Um, Ducks at six made sense to me, but somehow I was I guess I just thought that the college football playoff committee would would just have that hey, we love Alabama so much. If we could marry them, we would, but we can't because this isn't Mississippi. So, hey-oh, a joke on Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought they would have left Alabama in the top four. I'm glad they didn't. It's about time they left Alabama out of the the top four. Uh, Yeah, it's because their schedule. It is, but also, who has Clemson played? I get they're undefeated. That's the only like, reason they're there. I get that. But let's look at Minnesota at number eight. Minnesota beat Penn State. Who has Clemson beat? No one. Wofford. They beat Wofford. Okay, they beat Florida State, which means nothing. 
They beat Texas Tiger A&M. just got fired. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah indeed. Uh, we're Oregon fans, obviously, so we hate Willie Tiger. Yes, with a fiery passion. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, Clemson has beat, okay, Texas A&M, a good program, cool, but they're nothing this year, not yet. Jimbo. Um, and uh, Florida State, which is, they're not doing, so what, who have they played? They've beat, played no one. So I don't get why Minnesota is all of a sudden, like, I get why they're, I don't get why they're number eight. It's because they get treated like Boise State. I'm telling you. <laughs> they're in the Big Ten. I know, but. Okay, Minnesota wins out. There is no way they don't get in the top four. Ooh, that's a hot take right there. I don't even think it's a hot take. That should be your hot take. Because they went out. The only way they went out is beating Ohio State. Yeah, well, and they also have to be Iowa and Wisconsin. So they'd have to be Wisconsin, Iowa, and Ohio State. That's easily so they're in at that point. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they they're are. in. But so it'd be so weird to see Minnesota in the top. It four. would be weird. But DJ Fleck doing big things. Yeah, seriously, he's a stud. I like him a lot. Georgia LSU, almost impossible. They both make it in. If they both went out and Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship game, it's possible that the the committee. Puts what Georgia at two and LSU at four, which I just would blow worst, my mind. Worst case scenario. But let's go back to For 2017. Oregon. Okay, 2017, the only time that there has been two teams from the same conference in the top four in the playoff. Okay, and it was Georgia and Alabama uh, who ended up meeting in the um, championship game. So that year, all of the top four had one loss. It was a uh, well, I can't remember exactly. Notre was, Dame? No, it was uh, Clemson, uh, Oklahoma, it, Alabama, and Georgia. All had one loss. Okay. So the two-loss Ohio State was number five, but they they were Big Ten champions who beat Wisconsin in the championship game. They were one loss. So they were one-loss conference champions, but the one-loss conference champions – that was they be, uh Clemson was a one loss conference champion, uh Oklahoma was a one loss conference champion, Georgia was a one loss conference champion, and then Alabama. So a one loss non conference champion beat out a one loss non conference champion. Because Ohio State was a two loss one conference champion. So in this you're, scenario, you're confusing a lot I of am people confusing right now. a lot of people. What <laughs> you're I'm saying is right or, there's no way based on precedent, that LSU and Georgia both win out, or sorry, both make the playoff in front of Oregon because Oregon, if they went out, they would be a one-loss conference champion. Yeah. And Alabama, and there's precedent. if they went out, are a one-loss but a non-conference champion, Yeah. which the precedent would set. That's what I'm saying. There's precedence on conference champions. Precedence on conference champions. So I go back to what I said Last week, Oregon controls their own destiny. And if an, yeah, if Oregon wins out and and they yeah they win the conference championship, mm-hmm. and then they put two SEC teams in, that they would just look like the biggest homers of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it just, just can't, it's not gonna happen. You just can't do that. So I apologize for being confusing, but I was trying to set the example of the precedent that 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 there's about there's five teams, six teams that control their own destiny. Alabama is not one of them. 
Yeah. Alabama wins out. They're not in necessarily. They have to get lucky. They have to get lucky. LSU wins out. Georgia wins out. Ohio State wins out. Clemson wins out. Oregon wins out. Utah wins out. Those six teams. Minnesota, sorry. Minnesota wins out. Those seven of the eight top, seven of the top eight win out. They control their own destiny. Wait, what about Penn State, too? Penn State wins out from now, and they only have a loss to Minnesota, who's a a highly No, I guess Penn State has to play Ohio State at the end. So I guess they could win out. And Oklahoma has Baylor. So I guess, yeah, in the top ten, the only (laughs) one who doesn't control their own destiny is plus Baylor. So the top ten plus Baylor. Yeah, because if Baylor goes undefeated, they're going to get in the top four. They don't have any, like, sanctions on them right now, do they, for no. bowls? No. Okay. Yeah, so Alabama is – there are ten teams that control their own destiny. Alabama is currently number five, and they're not one of them. We didn't even bring up that Georgia lost to South Carolina. Yeah. In overtime. In overtime. I mean – Which I guess that's not better or worse. I know. I was like, that, so eh. that means it's closer. <laughs> um, but Oregon was – manhandling Auburn for th- uh, three and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. And then... Bo Nix got one one good throw. Got one good throw, and Oregon fumbled like they do every year, and Auburn picked it up for 95 yards. Mm-hmm. It's just they shot themselves in the foot. They should have beat Auburn, and everyone knows that. <laughs> um, if they beat Auburn, we look at this ranking, they're still number three, aren't they? Uh, 2-3. Actually, they might be 2 because of Maybe Ohio two. State's schedule. Ohio because States. Oregon would have that big win, the non-conference yeah, that's true. win. So yeah. I would They'd say... Maybe 2. Yeah, Oregon would be 2. Maybe 2. LSU's looking. It, just, it goes to, if you're going to lose, lose the first game of the season to a big opponent. And that's why you should schedule big opponents. Yeah. Because... There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's only good. You, look you'll at have Clemson. a big win. Who has they played? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Texas A&M, sure, I get it. Like, they scheduled themselves an SEC team, but it was Texas A&M. It's like us scheduling Tennessee. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah. I When I watched LSU um, and Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. I literally, literally had the thought um, that he looked so much like Tom Brady. I was like, Wow. Mm-hmm. He just the the grit and like the will to win, and mm-hmm. he's got great accuracy, and he's more athletic than Tom Brady. Um, and then I was listening to the Dan Patrick show, and New Heisel was on there. He literally said the same thing, mm. and he's known to be like a quarterbacks coach guy. He he knows quarterbacks really well, so I felt very proud of myself thinking that. But now it's got me thinking that Burrow, because. I think Justin Herbert and, and uh, Bur- is Burrow or Burrows? Joe Burrow? I, I think it's Burrow. Burrow. Um, I think they go top two. I, I think Tua goes number three in the NFL draft for quarterbacks yeah. or third quarterback. Well, anyway. And really, what it'll be is it'll come back down to you have one good season on a good team. That's all you need Yeah. to go, you know, number one. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. 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 But I'm thinking. I mean, Kyler Murray's actually, he, I feel like he's the kind of the biggest surprise is he's actually playing 
really good. Really well. And he had one good season. Yeah. I, mean, I thought, you know, I thought he would play well. He's just so athletic. And we're starting to see more quarterbacks like that who are just so elusive mm-hmm. that have good arms. I had no idea Lamar Jackson had a good arm until this year. Mm-hmm. When he tried to throw it last year, he looked completely out of place trying to throw. But this year he came back and he just started mm-hmm. in that first game against Miami was just throwing bombs to mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> and, and just like and and darts to his mm-hmm. tight ends all game mm-hmm. long. And he's just been riding that. He's looking really good. He's a, and he's a cool dude too. I think he's a he's a really do, good Do you guys player. know each other? Uh, me and Lamar? <laughs> me and LJ? Yeah. Yo, oh LJ, huh? Yeah, actually you're not allowed to say that. Oh, sorry, Lamar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's LJ only for close friends. So. <laughs> Love that. Just like me and Terry Rozier. Oh, yeah, you and to- Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Yeah. So do we want to uh, do we want to pick who we think is going to win some of these games, these top 25 games this week? Sure. All right. Let's well, pull I mean, them up. Let's, I mean, are we even going to talk about some of the I mean, just, we can just do the big ones. The big ones. The bigger so we've ones. Got, um, uh, Navy at Notre Dame. 23 at, I, I think that, honestly, I don't think Notre Dame's been that good. Um, you know, 7 and 2. I mean, they've got some, I mean, their two losses are. Um, well, I hope Navy wins, but I think Notre Dame. Georgia and Michigan. So I mean they're big, you know, losses. Um, but I think uh I think Navy takes this one in South Bend. Wow. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna be going with Notre Dame. I yeah. just think they have a lot more um skilled players and uh they're well coached. They'll be ready for Navy. I'm calling my upset for the week Wake Forest at Clemson. That's crazy. I'm sorry, who has Clemson played to say that they're actually a good team? It doesn't matter. They win. Why would... Okay, Clemson is a 34-and-a-half point favorite. You're going to take the points? Uh, I'm going to take the win. <laughs> so you wouldn't take the spread? Um, I, don't, I, would, I, don't do, I don't really do spread, so I don't really care, but Clemson's going to win. You can't bet in Oregon on college sports, which annoys me. Just but peeved about. I'm peeved. If I was doing this, I would bet all in Wake Forest on the spread. 34-point spread? Are you kidding me? I'm, take, I'm taking Wake Forest. We'll see what happens. I'm taking Wake Forest on the spread, not the money line. Okay, okay, okay. So give me M- plus 34.5 points. For those out there, money line just means he's taking Clemson to win. <laughs> no, I'm not taking Clemson to win. I'm money, taking, money line is just choosing the winner. I'm taking the spread, Wake Forest. Okay. Money line is winner winner loser. That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking the money line. Didn't you say Clemson on money line? No, on the spread. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a big one. Georgia at Auburn. This is a huge game for the Ducks. Is if Georgia loses, amazing. And that I mean, they have yeah. the loss to Auburn, which is also good for Oregon. If it's, I mean, it just kind of sucks for the Ducks if Georgia wins. But yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. No, I mean Auburn. Even though we lost to them, even though I'm still mad about 2010, and I'm also mad about Shannon saying good things about Cam Newton, I like Auburn could be our saving grace. Auburn could beat Georgia and Alabama. <laughs> that would be amazing. And with a one loss, come on, Bo Nix. 
Uh, seriously. Um, they, everyone still says they have one of the best defenses in the country. I think they, they could, I mean, it's a good team. I mean, since uh, Gus took over Gus play calling, on. I don't know. He's kind of um, crazy. Oh, he, by the way, I think uh, the sweater vests every week kind of get me. <laughs> How many? He seems like the he seems like a cartoon character. He's like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Opens up his closet. It's all the same outfit. <laughs> Just straight white shirts and sweater vests. It, man, he gets, you could see that though, right? Oh yeah. He gets so heated on the sideline. So heated. I love watching how upset he gets. Yeah. Um, he reminds me of the person who played backyard football and always was upset about the rules. <laughs> like something <laughs> where it was like. Just couldn't get over it. Just like where his team, he wasn't that good. It's two-hand touch. It's two-hand touch. You got me with one and three-quarters hands. You only got me with one hand and three fingers. That doesn't count. That's not a hand. <laughs> um, Jack. Real quick, I think that Memphis could easily lose to Houston. Mm. Just want to throw that out there. We don't need to spend too much time on it. Okay. You want to bet something on that? No. Okay. Let's just move on. So he doesn't feel that. I don't want to get strong. No, I just don't want to give it that much importance. All right. Um, Minnesota at Iowa. Minnesota nine and zero, six and zero in the Big Ten. At Iowa, six and three, three and three in the Big Ten. Iowa's the favorite. What do you think about that? Iowa's really the favorite. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Iowa could easily win that game. Uh, Minnesota has, uh, you know, some really good stuff and momentum going for them right now. But you know, when I was watching them, I was like, none of these guys look very fast or skilled mm-hmm. i was surprised that they were able to to beat penn state the way they did mm-hmm. and get up on them mm-hmm. so much um shout I, out to the recruiting for the next three years <laughs> pj fleck you, do you think he'll well doesn't he, he have a signed contract? a seven-year contract essentially. yeah but i mean willie tiger also signed it, a contract it kind of means kind of means coaches, nothing coaches can screw over the players easy they really they can, can just be bought out they really can. It's kind of sad. Which I, I, I heard Mario Cristobal um, said that he like signed a, a contract and said, if I'm not here or if I decide to leave before 10 years, like you don't owe me any payout. Hmm. Because he's like, I love Eugene. Uh, I want you to be able to trust me. Hmm. Especially that was after the whole Taggart yeah. stuff. Well, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. Shout out to Gary Anderson. Former Wisconsin <laughs> coach, former, more recently, former Oregon State head coach. He left, he voluntarily left $12 million on the table. You can say all you want about clauses and stuff in a contract. He voluntarily walked away from $12 million to teach his players that not all things are about money. So I got a couple friends who have a podcast, um, Anthony Piganelli and Preston Highfield. Um, it's called Tony in the Field. Uh, make sure to give them a follow and a shout out. Um, Shout out. But anyway, they they are like they want to get to the bottom of of that story. They they think that like someone had something on him, and that's why he didn't take the money. Yeah, what? they think there's a real sketchy story with Gary Anderson, and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. On what basis? Um, I don't really know. I <laughs> I don't know too much about it. I just know that they're really interested in it. 
So I'm in, uh, cool. I want to see I'm if really anybody's glad cracks they're... in the next few years. I'm really glad they're interested in it. Nothing has come from it. it was, this was like three years ago. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, there there have been people who have said, like, he had a relationship with, like, the, I think it was, like, the cheerleading coach or something, and there was some stuff going on, and I don't know. Anyway, I, I can't say too much, mainly because I don't know anything. Because there's nothing to say? <laughs> yeah. No, because I want them to tell the story. I, I'm going to – let me be the first one. You heard this here first. There's nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, good on you, Gary Anderson. Yeah. I'm just – I mean, he – okay. Let's say something comes we, down the road three years from now. Okay? Three years who? from now. For, against oh, for Gary, Gary Anderson. Anderson. Okay? Okay. We'll cross that bridge then. Uh-huh. Right now, My friends will there be is, to, to break it. Uh, good luck. You can be assured. There is zero credible source to say that anything nefarious was happening on Gary Anderson's part, correct? No credible source is saying that. Right now, you mean? Right now. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I know. There's no credible source. And what I'm saying is Gary Anderson left $12 million on the table because, he. well, one, he knew he was going to get fired, so good on him. But, I mean, Mark Helfrich got fired and was like, cool, I'll take that money now, (laughs) which I got no issue with. You sign a contract, you get fired, and you're owed money, take the money. And we're making fun of Willie Taggart, but he also just got paid out like $17.5 million. So I think he's he's sitting okay right now. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you get at some point you got to be a coach. We know we're talking about, you know, you know, coaches leaving, you know, contracts and, you know, but Bill O'Brien left the Penn State after saying, no, 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 I'm not going to leave. And Willie Taggart did the same, you know, leaving Oregon. I'm not going to, I got no issue to leave. I'm just saying when somebody, yeah, when somebody goes out and actually puts their actual money where their mouth is and said, hey, it's not all about money. I know you owe me $12 million, but forget about it. We don't know where his mouth was. That's all I'm saying. There might be a story out there. <laughs> okay. This dad who loves sports does not agree with that. <laughs> Moving on to Oklahoma at Baylor. Oklahoma, 10-point favorite. In Waco. Oklahoma, Baylor. Ooh, Baylor. It's I, a good game. That's a good game. I honestly think I would take Oklahoma with the points. I think Oklahoma runs with it. Baylor Bears, you've had a great season, a 9-0, something to be proud about. It's done. Yep, I agree. I'm taking Oklahoma in that game. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurd is a stud, and uh, they're going to get that win. Yeah. Who's their, who's their receiver? Um, I think he's number two. He is such a stud. Speaking of uh, I can't think of his name. The so good. Baylor Bears. What is the name of their coach? Mm. Um, he was the former coach at Temple when they were doing really well. And oh. kind of a same scenario where he was like, no, 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 I'm not leaving Temple. I got no issues to leave Temple. And then gets an offer to go to Baylor. Yeah. So I mean, the, sil- the silos are in Waco. You can't not I've go. Got, <laughs> I've got no issues with people, you know, quote, unquote, selling out. And I'm even okay with, I mean, Willie Taggart did not actually say, no, I am staying in Eugene. He just repeatedly said, like, hey, I got no plans to leave. I got no plans to leave. So He was super sketchy about it. Super sketchy about it. it was really it. annoying. 
super sketchy about it. But did he inherently lie? No. And that's why my big thing with Gary Anderson is Gary Anderson went out of his way to be like, hey, like, um, you know, this is not working out. I'm not doing, you know, well here and it's not working out for me or it's not working out for the university. I'm going to leave and you don't owe me money. Where everyone else is looking to sell out for the big paycheck, and I'm, I get it, and I'm okay with it. But we have to really respect the people that are saying there are some things in life more important than money. Yeah, but they owe you the money too. They owe you the money, and that's why I'd be fine if Gary would have taken it. Yeah, but I mean, he I'm didn't. taking the money. I would take the money. <laughs> I'm taking the money. I would absolutely <laughs> take the money. But we need to respect if we're going to say like, "Hey, I can't remember his name." I'm. I can't remember his name, but if if you're Bill O'Brien and you you're like, hey, no, Penn State's where I'm at, and you're gonna leave and go coach at the Houston Texans. This is where I'm at. <laughs> and you're gonna take the money, then we need and we're gonna say like, hey, no, I get it. You're gonna take the money. Then we also need to give the shout outs to those who's saying like, hey, no, um, there are more important things in life than money because there cool. are more important things in life than money. There definitely are. Um, it reminds me. Of- Don't get me wrong. Anybody <laughs> listening here? Wants to buy our podcast for five hundred bucks? <laughs> we will sell. I mean, we'll make a new podcast, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, bucks. guys who love sports, <laughs> fathers who love men sports. who love sports, men who love sports. Um, let's go with a thousand, so we can go to Disneyland. It's not each. even enough for for Disneyland. No, but if we had a thousand dollars to bankroll it, like I'd go. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Anyone um, who's listening wants ooh, to buy us out? My sister-in-law works at Legoland, too, so we've got that in. Dude, we should go to Disneyland in April. Mm, we'll see. Let's do it. Um, but anyway, well, that, conversation, that conversation reminds <laughs> me of um, there's a rapper named Lecrae, and he has a song where he says- I'm drinking Lecrae right now. <laughs> no, that's Lecroix. Lecroix. Lecroix? Is it Lecrae? Um, anyway, he bad. has a song, and he has some lyrics where he says- I'd rather have a dollar in my pocket than a million. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. (laughs) You would not rather have one dollar than a million dollars. I get what you're trying to say, but you would not. You'd take the million. Yep. Come on, LaCroix. Come on, LaCroix. Come on, LaCroix. You cray. (laughs) You cray, LaCroix. Oh, my gosh. I can't listen to that song. It's the worst. Should we talk uh, Blazers? Or last night's Monday Night Football? Um, let's talk Monday Night Football. We said last week, bet on the Seahawks. Yeah, we did. And what happened if you bet on the Seahawks? You, you won! won. <laughs> you win money. That's what we do. We win you money. Because we said, bet on the Seahawks. Oh, we're so it good. was a very tumultuous game. I'll give you that. Oh, it was amazing. They it was a easily great lost. game. Um, I was watching that. I thought that I was going to have to come back, like, and, like, because I was literally flying during the fourth quarter. But the plane from San Francisco to Eugene just so happened to have ESPN as a free channel. Wow. Watched it. Literally, hands down, the most stressful flight of my entire life. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the safety of the plane. <laughs> um, did you have, how much money did you have? I had a parlay going with a dollar. Oh. And I had lost it on Sunday. Oh my gosh! I I, I, I have was, a worse story than I'm. I was gonna bet. Though. I was gonna bet on just the Seahawks, but you can only bet when you're literally in Oregon. And I left on Thursday morning, and I oh, didn't yeah. think about that. You were in Mexico. I was in Mexico. Mexico. My name yeah. is Tiff. 
My name is Jeff. Um, yeah, I have a worse story about okay, that game on. later. No, we'll get to it. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Russell Wilson for MVP. Yes, he threw gosh. an inter- you know, interception when that touchdown you know could have won it, but they won the game. The guy's a player. He's so good. He's so good. They won the game on a field goal. Um, they beat the best defense. Let's talk about that shank of a field goal from uh, 49ers oh, kicker. rookie kicker. Yeah, that's a tough oh. position to be put in. I mean, granted, Monday he brought them to the over- overtime, but, I mean, he just shanked it. Shanked I mean, real, into the tunnel. Lace, it wasn't laces out, Dan, kind of thing. I mean, just, it was a laces perfect out. snap, perfect hold, shanked it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I saw a tweet, and it's, someone took a picture of the tunnel, and they're like, this is not where you're supposed to get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. But that was an amazing game. People are saying, like, game of the year so far, right? Yeah, I would equate it. Th- I mean, the Rams-Chiefs game last year. I was going to say that same thing. That was an amazing oh, game. This is that court. game so far. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but they play each other. They play each other uh, the last week of the season, week 17, Ram- uh, Niners-Seahawks at in Seattle. If they both went out... That will be the game for the division, and They're that gonna will move be that, insane. They'll move that to Sunday night, right? But yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll only, as far as I know, they only move it to Sunday night when there's a game that we, that is the division is on the line. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they move every game that has like some sort of implication to where if this person loses, then they don't have to. They move it at the same to the same time. Mm-hmm. So they'll put every game at four twenty-five Eastern if they have to, so that um, there's no interlap of like, well, hey, if the Browns lose, then the Ravens are automatically in, the Steelers don't have to play kind of thing. So that didn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> the Ravens are obviously going to win the North, so. But yeah, wow. Crazy game. Hawks Niners, that was a good one. Yeah. Blazers. Are they, are they just imploding? Our beloved Blazers. Like, what is, is, is it because Zach Collins? Like... Let's, they, first of all, they lost earlier tonight to the Kings, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can, like, barely name one, like, two players on the Kings. Like Buddy, Buddy Heald! Buddy Heald and, and De'Aaron Fox. Uh-huh. Um, can you name one more player other than that on the on Kings? On the Kings? Yeah. Mike Bibby. <laughs> Doug Christie! <laughs> uh, Wait, you D-box, said... D-Box still playing? <laughs> Are you telling me right now <laughs> that Vince Carter and Mike Bibby are still on the Kings? White chocolate. <laughs> Give me that white chocolate guy. Uh, so. Bogdanovich, um, this center who was, like, <laughs> shooting from 35 feet <laughs> and making them. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And, uh, man, yeah, the Blazers just don't look good. And, you know, a couple nights ago. They, they beat uh, the Kings. I mean, they have season. beat the Kings once earlier mm-hmm. in the season, but who, who was it that they, they lost against where, when Dame put up 60 the other night? I think it was before the Atlanta game. The Nets? Um, was it the Nets? Anyway, I'm not sure which they lost game it was. To the, they lost four straight. 76ers, okay. Warriors, what? They could have. Clippers with, that was when Kawhi was sitting, right? No, no he, he played, played that one. He played the, he he played sat the night before. before. And the Nets. Um, they could have easily won that that game against the 76ers. 60 points. Dame put up 60 points, and they lost to the Nets. Gosh, so frustrating. 
Uh, CJ has been terrible. Oh, by the way, I had a four-game parlay today, Mm -hmm. and the Blazers were the last game. I had them all correct, and the Blazers lost. I had a four-game parlay. Really? And I had three of four correct, and the last one lost also, but I didn't bet on the Blazers. I bet on the Nuggets beating the Hawks, which was the biggest favorite of the parlay. Yeah, that sucks. Denver's good. Gosh, they were. It was literally like a plus or a minus six hundred going into it. I only did it because it added to the overall parlay, where I called it was the Sixers, Jazz, Lakers, and then I was like, I'll throw Denver in there, in that <laughs> order of that mindset. I was like, hey, gosh yeah, dang it, man, parlays can be so. I've been I've been real cold lately with bets. I've I've been cold, but only I only had two, because I've been gone for. A week. Well, other than us telling you about Seattle, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, Seattle was just the right call. Yeah. Um, Although they're playing... Uh, no, okay. Eagles, this is, we're not... This isn't our home team, except for it is our home team. Uh, Patriots, Eagles, what do you think? I would have to... I would probably look at the spread, and that's what I would... I wouldn't take money line. Oh, I you would, mean for betting purposes? Yeah. For betting purposes, because honestly, obviously, go Eagles. And they could absolutely win that game. It's I not think it'll like, be close. I think it'll be close. I think it'll come down yeah. to, you know, who had turnovers, who has the ball last, that kind yeah. of thing. I just don't understand, though. Go, sorry, going back to Blazers, I just, like, I just don't get what's happening. Because Zach Collins is really the only, like, big name that's... Yeah, well, things haven't been. I mean, Whiteside has been playing well, but uh, yeah, the the connection with Dame just isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to uh, the radio uh, yesterday, and one of the the guys up in Portland was talking about uh, he saw Damian like yell at a player for the first time, and I think he like said the f word. It was at Whiteside mm. because of like his pick and rolling. Um, Dame obviously is known as one of the best leaders in the NBA and doesn't normally do mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, maybe there's just some chemistry stuff that's not meshing. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been in a lot of really close games too mm-hmm. that they've just ended up losing at the at the very end. Um, even tonight's game, I mean, they they were they got it within five um, with like two three minutes left tonight, and they just just CJ McCollum missed like. Three free throws in a row, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just on a really bad run right now. Yeah, they need Zach Collins back. Oh, you know what else? Um, Rodney Hood. Mm. I, I think he might be injured and out right now because he wasn't playing tonight. I don't know about the other games, but um, they really need him as well because they need another score to be able to count on because C.J. McCollum just... He's hot or cold. Yeah, he's so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Gosh. He's I, on my fantasy team. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I know he always gets talked about for being traded, but I think last year is is pretty much the best C.J. McCollum you get. Mm-hmm. Last year's playoffs is the best you get out of C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they need to move in a different direction. Yeah. I think uh, Anthony Simmons could really. Simons. Is it Simons? It's Anthony Simons. Yeah. Wow. Everyone always gets it wrong. Aunt Simons. Are you sure? Yep. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> but you don't want to. 
Well, of course I don't want to. That's just, <laughs> that's just silly talk. Um, I guess Simon says, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Simon says. I'm, I think that he's a great developmental player. I oh, think yeah, that yeah. he's going In the places. next few years. Yeah. He's already, he's already playing well for, yeah. uh, for a sophomore. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to be really good. And he can... Hey, this June, let's buy him a beer. He can... <laughs> let's get him on the pod. Yeah. Um, he can jump out of the gym, which is something CJ can't do. He can shoot the three really well. Um, once he becomes really consistent and just, like, really comfortable in the flow of the game, he's going to be maybe better than CJ. Yeah. The only thing CJ really has on him is he's probably a little bit better shooter right now, and he's he's got the, the, the jumper. Plus he's wearing number three, so. There's that. Actually, number three was my favorite number. <laughs> That's my favorite number. Oh, wow. We have that in common, too? You didn't know that? Joey Harrington, baby. Joey, Let's go, AI. Joey. Oh, dude, I was wearing that jersey last week. Nice. I still have it. <laughs> Not getting rid of that. It's an heirloom. <sighs> so, um, for all the Blazer fans out there that are listening, we know what you're going through. We feel it. Mm. Um, we're with you. Stay strong. Stay strong. Rip City, baby. We're gonna make the playoffs. Oh, we'll make the playoffs. <laughs> we'll make the playoffs. How about the Team USA? Women's yeah, basketball. Oregon women's basketball. Best of the week. Best of the week has to be Kelly Graves' Oregon women's basketball taking down Team USA. Second time that it's ever ha- happened. Ever happened. And first time in 20 years. Yeah. That a college team has beat Team USA. It almost makes me think, like, man, Team USA is probably going to be rethinking their, uh, their schedule because it does not look good. When they lose. College team. But granted, it's Oregon. They, number one team in women's basketball. Well, they beat everyone else in the world anyway. So, yeah, that's I true. mean, if a college team. I'm sure UConn got close a few times. I don't know when they, they didn't play them this year. Actually, I think they. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's just amazing. Um, albeit, uh, Team USA didn't have like Lena Deladon. Elena, Elena or Elena? I don't know. They didn't have Deladon, and they didn't have a Griner. I don't know if Griner's on the team, Um, but still Team USA. Still Team USA. They came into Matthew Knight Arena and got broke by the Oregon women's basketball team. They lost. It wasn't even that close at the end. It was they won by seven points. I'm pretty sure. Isn't it kind (laughs) of like UFC though? So now isn't Oregon women's basketball Team USA? So we're, we're the, the world champions now. We're the world champions. We got the belt. Dude, they should totally get the belt. <laughs> um, That's insane. But Sabrina Ionescu is just such a baller. Probably mm. going to be the number one draft pick in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. She came back for her senior year, said that there was unfinished business. They got to the Final Four last year, want to make it to the championship mm-hmm. and win the Natty. Um, and... Fans are coming this year. There's been over 8,000 uh, season tickets sold, which mm-hmm. the arena only holds uh, 12,000, I think, mm-hmm. somewhere, yeah. something around 12,000. So for women's basketball, that's just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, yeah, everyone in the community is, is really excited. Sabrina threw up a shot uh, against Team USA from about 35 feet out. It was like, it was like one of Dame's shots from the logo. Mm-hmm. And just buried it <laughs> off the backboard. Um, so much fun to watch that game. 
and uh, really excited for their season. I had a question that just popped in my head. Yeah. Do you think we're ever going to see a woman playing in the in the NBA? Um, maybe if it's a man who mm. uh, is... Yeah, that was my point. Is, I get uh, what you're saying, yeah. Identifying. What am I trying to say? Identifying as yeah. a woman. Because here's what I was thinking. I think that Steph Curry kind of redefined or did redefine the game. I mean, when you can just shoot from the perimeter, yeah, you're you're changing the game. Well, it's different ball size. Women have a lighter sure. ball. But I'm just saying that like it's it changed the game to say that there was a there was an ex, you know, you call it an experiment that if you just have perimeter shooters that you can win championships. Mm-hmm. And so who's to say that a woman can't just shoot from the perimeter and just drain it. She's got to be able to shake the guy first. Sure. You think Sabrina could shake Steph? Could or, shake or most Steph? NBA, or most NBA I defenders? I don't know. I'm just I'm hypothesizing right now. I'm just saying no. that the game has changed. That it's Sabrina. Ten years ago, I'm not. I wasn't even saying Sabrina necessarily. I'm just saying ten years ago, this question would have never popped in my head. <laughs> but the fact that Steph really changed the game, it makes it plausible. That's all I'm going to yeah. go. I'm just going to go as far as say plausible. Although, we've got daughters. I'm not going to limit her. Not at all. Dude. Although. I'm also going to be realistic. Yeah. That there's we've different be body realistic. types. Different body types. Different rules. Biology is different. Yeah. But. Um, oh, Steph Curry. He's like, you talked about him like changing the game. His mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it's a hashtag, but his thing is like, it's called ruin the game. Like he, Steph ruined the game. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of his saying. I don't know if it's his yeah. saying, but someone made it, and it's kind of followed him. Yeah. Um, my worst of the week. So we've been talking about betting on Seattle. Mm-hmm. I bet five bucks on Seattle. I put it in, five bucks, and then I was like, hmm, wait, let me do one more research thing. Went to do some research, got distracted, never placed the bet, lost out on, like, I don't know if it was 10 or 15 bucks. It would bucks. have been 10 bucks. Yeah, it was 10 bucks. I uh, lost out on 10 bucks because I went back to check it during the game mm-hmm. and it was like, no open bets. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The app screwed me over. And then I yeah. thought back and I was like, I never actually placed it. Um, so you're a- welcome, all of you out there who got money, but I stupidly didn't place my bet. Yeah. Um, any hot takes for us, Shannon? Mm, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, I think J- Joe Burrow may have surpassed Justin Herbert for the number one overall pick. Hmm. I still think Justin Herbert goes before Tua, though. I can see it. Yep. Okay, let's do just real quick. We 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 bet on Seattle last week. We said Seattle was clearly upset. So what's our Upset of the week in the NFL. We've got the Jets as favorites over the White. It's not going to be that game. No, it's not going to be that game. Um, <laughs> well, we talked about the Eagles, Patriots, right? Yeah, and Pittsburgh is playing the Browns, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to put that as a, an upset because both teams are kind of garbage in my opinion. We got the Falcons at Panthers, so the Falcons. Uh, that could be that could be an upset the way hey, they played against the Saints. They're on a hot streak. 
Um, Tampa Bay has put up a lot of points against Seattle. So, I mean, they're at home against the Saints. The Saints Dolphins, are down right now. Dolphins, Bills. Got to be a bigger game. Ooh, Ooh Texans, Ravens. Baltimore. Yeah, Minnesota, Denver. Sorry, Denver. Cardinals, San Francisco. I would put a dollar on the Cardinals. Yeah, you might want to bet on Arizona, people. Gosh, it is in San Francisco, which is a factor. But, yeah, I would say. Um, Dude. What, do you know what happened with David Johnson? He got me like two points this week. I, Him and Todd Gurley, I don't get it. Give them the <laughs> Are they healthy? If they're healthy, give them the ball. Give them the rock. It makes no sense. Um, dude, Patriots at Eagles is an afternoon game. You might have to get together for it. I mean, I'm busy at, after church watching the game, so. <laughs> um, Bears at Rams. Bears, the underdog. I could see that as being, you know, an upset. The Bears didn't let the Rams offense do anything last year. Mm-hmm. So that could be interesting. I think that my my upset of the week I'm going with Cardinals. Would be the Texans over the Ravens. You going Cardinals? I'm going Cardinals. Dude. Over the Niners. I would take that, except for how many times have I said bad things about San Francisco and and I've gotten ridiculed, just, you know, my own personal life, where, yes, I would obviously I'll take the Cardinals over the the Niners because I don't think the Niners are that good. But I'm going to choose something else this week. I would also take the Cardinals. I probably won't take them in any sort of parlay, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's probably not. Me. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. I tried to just parlay the winners together. Yeah. Um, my only other hot take is I think Oregon is definitely the Ducks are in the college football playoff. Well, they got to beat Utah. I think it's going to happen. You never know. Well, we, we should probably. They would hold the tiebreak. You know, Oregon's got to win every game until Utah. Yeah, but they they would hold the tiebreak for home team. Although I don't like, I hate that the that it's in Santa Clara. I hate that the championship isn't just a home game for the home team. It won't be in Santa Clara next year. It'll be in Vegas, baby. I don't like that either. Why? Why should it should be a home game for the home team in their home stadium? They'll both have one loss. Oregon would have the conference the uh, the conference Overall. record because they lost to Auburn, but their conference record would be better because Utah lost oh, to USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's I'm good, just saying, like point. the very first Pac-12 championship was in Eugene because the Ducks were the yeah. the favorite, and I'm just saying, like, why are we putting it in this neutral site? It means nothing because it shouldn't be. I get that it's like, okay, the the greatest, you know, it's like think about the Pac-12, but like, forget that, like. If Oregon is the like the home team has won the, that advantage, are they worried that they're not going to sell out a stadium right here in, in Eugene? They'd absolutely sell out the stadium. I don't think so at all. But they want the money. Exactly the and money. Eugene and would get all the mo- the Otson would get the money, whereas if it's in a neutral site, the money's shared. And when you have a neutral site, it just creates like a feels like a really big game. Especially in Vegas, like people can make a trip down there and make it a whole thing. Like that's what I've been thinking for us potentially in the future. Like we just go down there for a week and just like hang out. Who knows when we'll be able to do that because we have young kids. But <laughs> maybe in like ten years from now. I don't. I don't like it. And that stadium is going to be amazing. It's going to be great. And we can stay with my family down there. And 
It's going to be legit. We can bet on college sports. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's. Right. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. I think Google We're Podcasts. Also on Google. No, I think it's just Google Play, okay. Google Music, Anchor, whatever. Overcasts. And other streaming services. Yes. But if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, yeah. that's where most of our people remain. Most of Apple our... Podcasts is the biggest one. <laughs> it is. It is. I know that. <laughs> but I love Spotify. So That's great. Wherever um, you're listening, be a listener. We love you. We're going to be posting on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Uh, maybe videos of us dancing, potentially. For all those ladies out there that are like, I need a man like this. You can't have us. I need. I really need to watch a dad who, who loves, loves sports, sports dancing. Dance to Post Malone. <laughs> it's so vibey. Because we don't have face tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and any other streaming services. For Jeff Graycheck, I'm Shannon Hartley. And this, this is Dads, dads Who Love Sports. sports.